Hey everyone and welcome to the Year Ones, the podcast all about today that gives you just enough information to effectively be that guy at the party causing all your friends to question, hey, who invited you? Like, seriously, why are you here? I'm your host Michael Montalvo and for the next few minutes we will swim through the river of time to try and find out what makes a day truly unique. In this episode we examine the events that occurred December 15th. Patents, for those of us who are wondering, Jarathon, are grants made by the government that confers upon the creator the sole right to make, use, and sell an invention for a set period of time. And if that sounds like the definition from a dictionary, then that's because it was. Basically, patents allow somebody to be the only someone to make the thing. And they've been around for a long time. In fact, the name comes from Latin and requires a series of sounds that I am not able to make in order to say basically that it means open letter. Patents are so old that the first recorded patent goes all the way back to the year 1449 to a man named John and was for a 20-year monopoly on a glass-making process that England, to that point, wasn't aware of. But that was in England. And as Americans are fully aware, if it ain't America, then it ain't important. So to appease the American audience, we can talk about the United States Patent Office. The United States Patent Office has a history, which I guess everything has a history, but specifically we're talking about this today. The United States government, as a government, passed its first patent statute on April 5th, 1790, and was signed by George Washington, the then president, and then, 49 days later, Rhode Island joined the Union. This patent law required applicants to petition the Secretary of State when applying for patents. What it did not do was establish an office. This was quickly followed by the first patent issued July 31, 1790 for an invention that improved the making of potash and pearl ash. Three patents were issued in the first year and more and more began to come in as patent requests became a thing. Things got to be so busy that they set up shop in the Bludgett Hotel in Washington, D.C. where it was housed until 1836. Dot, dot, dot. The year was 1836 and on this day, December 15th, a fire in the U.S. Patent Office destroyed over 10,000 patents. You see, the thing about fire is that it burns things, and it burns with the passion of a fire placed into a stack of wood. A stack of wood that then ignites and burns paper that contains information and drawings, hypothetically speaking here. So, these old buildings needed fire to be heated, and this particular building kept firewood in the basement pretty close to where they also kept the disposal unit for the hot ashes and embers that the burnt wood would produce. This particular storage device was a metal box, which I'm sure seemed very safe. However, early on the 15th, the embers and ashes from the day before continued to smolder before eventually igniting the pile of wood for the new day. The fire spread, and soon the building was engulfed in flames. What's interesting to note here is that according to the website freemansauction.com, and then history, I guess, 
there was some kind of war in 1812, and apparently the British set fire to Washington, D.C., and one of the only buildings not to burn down was the U.S. Patent Office. So back to 1836. The building was on fire, and as luck would have it, there just so happened to be a fire station nearby. Like, right next door nearby. But, fate is cruel. And the leather fire hose that the station used was old and cracked, and when hoses get like that, they tend not to transport water too well. Desperate to put out the flames, a bucket line was formed to throw buckets of water onto the fire. However, this proved to be of little help as the fire continued to rage on. When the fire was finally extinguished, the patents issued between 1790 and 1836, some 10,280 were destroyed or damaged. In the ensuing years, less than 3,000 were actually recovered. Of these early patents that were recovered, they were designated with the letter X to differentiate themselves from the newer patents which had started the numbering system over for new ones that were issued. And this was the norm for a while. Amazingly, the Patent and Trademark Office caught fire again in 1877. This time, the fire again in Washington, D.C. destroyed 80,000 models and 600,000 drawings. Like before, these documents were not completely lost and many were simply damaged. One of the reasons for the reduced loss was that there were duplicates of the documents made, so no actual patents were destroyed. Things were still destroyed, though, and one of the most notable of these items was a model of the original Eli Whitney cotton gin. Another thing that potentially saved the documents was that this building, a dedicated patent and trademark building, was constructed to be fireproof, after the disastrous fire of 1836. That's going to do it for us today. If you like this podcast and want to hear more, give us a rate and a review. That helps me out and helps share this in a direction that is hopefully good for all. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can find the Year Was audio version on your podcast app of choice. You can find me on social media and at YouTube at the Apple Cider Club. And as always, I want to thank the Tim Kreitz Band for our musical theme. And to thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.